In this episode of Euctropolis, take control of the speed of your lessons. Also, my personal favorite strumming pattern and why the angle of your strum matters. Welcome back to the Euctropolis podcast, where we answer questions about learning ukulele. These are real questions posted by students on euctropolis.com, where you can find a library of unique ukulele courses like Ready Steady Ukulele, Booster Uke, and The Ukulele Way. I'm your host, James Hill. This week I've picked out three student questions, and they're all from the course Booster Uke. Now, Booster Uke is so much fun. If you don't know about Booster Uke, it's all about chord twins. Chord twins are easy chords that sound sophisticated. They use the same hand position. Uh, That's G6 and D7, used in a lot of Hawaiian favorites. Here's another one that you might have heard of before, B7, going to E minor. Now that sounds pretty sophisticated. But if you could see my hand, (laughs) or if you're a student on Booster Uke, you'll know that those two chords are played with exactly the same fingering. It's just a matter of jumping over toward the floor or toward the ceiling. And there are a number of others that have that same kind of relationship. And these are not just two random chords. They're two chords that are strongly related harmonically. So it's basically easy to play songs that sound hard. You know, they sound sophisticated. And that's the, that's the world of Booster Uke. So these three questions come from Booster Uke, and not surprisingly, they're about strumming, because Booster Uke is not so much about picking the individual notes as it is about singing and strumming really fun songs that beginners don't normally get to play, because they're normally considered too difficult. So anyway, we're going to start with uh, John, and he's got a question here on Lesson 3. He says, when you're playing... Little Liza Jane, uh, and you're doing it fast, he says, it's very hard to follow you, especially when you're learning the notes and chords, you know, as you go. He said, you're just going too fast. I can't follow. And uh, just so you know the song we're talking about, um, I got a gal and you got none, little Liza Jane. I got a gal who calls me hun, little Liza Jane. So, yeah. This is a quick one. It moves along at a clip. And so John is asking, you know, what can I do to make it a little more manageable? This is a really good point. My answer is based on using the tools that we have on the website to give yourself a foothold when the song is going too fast. So here's the secret. If you didn't know this already, you can slow down both the video and the sheet music, the video and the sheet music, you get to control the speed of both of those. 
So to slow down the video, you just click on what looks like a little bicycle gear, like a little gear icon at the bottom of the video. You, you click speed, and then you can just select a slower speed. And the video version of me is just going to play and sing slower, but the pitch of the notes is not going to change. So it's just like you can just bring me down a couple of notches and maybe that will help uh, to get you, you know, feeling more comfortable. You can also do the same thing to the interactive score. You just look at the um, speed buttons. They're labeled right below the sheet music. And you just press plus or minus to increase or decrease the speed. So that's pretty straightforward. But here's one more tip that I want to highlight. And that is, if you want to go really slow, like if, if you want to go slower than about 80% speed, you're going to have to do something else because the computer can only do so much. Um, here's what it sounds like if you reduce the speed too much. I got a gallon, you got none, little You hear how it sounds kind of garbled, like bad reception on a cell phone call, you know? There is something you can do to fix this, and that is switch to synthetic playback. Yeah, synthetic ukulele. And you do this by clicking on the recordings menu at the bottom of the sheet music. And that will allow you to select synthetic sound, which is, yes, it's a fake ukulele sound, which I know is not ideal. It may not sound exactly like a real ukulele, but the advantage is you can play that back at any speed. You could play it back at 10% speed and go just absolutely at a snail's pace, and it would still sound like that fake ukulele. So try that if you really want to take it slow change to synthetic playback. Give it a whirl. See how it goes. It might help. And if it does, great. You're taking advantage of some of the technology that's available to us now that um, has only been around for a few years. So um, make the most of it. Our next question comes from Pankaj, who has a question about Lesson 2, the Gentle Twins. Now, the Gentle Twins are so great because they let you play these two chords. Back and forth. And you can play so many two-chord songs with, with, with those amazing two chords. And guess what? It only takes one finger. If you want to know more about this, just check out uh, Booster Uke. Boosteruke.com will actually get you there. And Pankaj says, hi, James, you are awesome. Thank you, Pankaj. Uh, can you please tell me how you are strumming? It's too fast for me to follow. I'm not able to recognize whether it's only up or only down or some combination of both. I'm not getting how the sound is produced. It would be great to know. Okay, so again, you know, it's it's too fast. I can't follow along. So, Pankaj, some of the things that I talked about um, earlier in this episode about slowing the 
speed of the video and slowing the speed of the score. You know, those, you, know, you definitely want to check that out as well. But um, I also have another tutorial that I'm going to refer you to, and that is one on YouTube. It's free, and it's called How to Strum Really Fast. If you just Google that, you'll find it. How to Strum Really Fast. And it's a it's a bit of a you know it's a bit of a misleading title because really it's a video about how to um, hold your hand in the right posture and move your arm in the right way so that you can eventually with practice strum really fast. So it's kind of about setting yourself up for success in strumming. So um, I think you should have a look at that first, and if that if that doesn't really solve the issue then I'll share this with you as well. Um, it's, the, it's the strum pattern that I'm using in almost all of the songs in Booster Uke. And that is my favorite strum pattern of all time. I'm not joking or trying to sound smart here, but my favorite strum pattern of all time is down, 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 down. Seriously. <laughs> I use this more than any other strum pattern. Doesn't matter what style I'm playing. The down, 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 down. That's just the heartbeat of the ukulele. Now, let me add a, a cherry on top here. Sometimes I'll accent the second and the fourth beats to give it a little extra oomph, you know, like down, 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 down. Down, just the second and the fourth, like this. Just get a little, give a little extra, a little extra energy on every second one. That gives it a, a nice feeling. And to add some sprinkles on top, sometimes I'll add a little, just a little upstroke here and there. Not everywhere, just here and there to give it a bit of a kick. Like down, down, up, down, 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 up, down, down, like this. You know, those little kicks, like that. It's just what the, the jazz drummer would do on the, on the cymbal, you know. Ding, 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 da, ding, ding, ding. Now, they're not doing it, you know on every measure. They're just doing it occasionally to give the music a little kick the way you might give, you know, if you're riding a horse, you might give them a little kick now and then to, to you know, get them to go a little faster. It's the same thing in music. That little upstroke kick helps to move the music along, you know, into the next measure. It's all about momentum, and that can help. And honestly, that's 99% of what I'm doing in booster uke. Now, when I'm going fast, it can seem more complicated. Sometimes it looks more complicated, but honestly, it's not. It's really just always coming back to down, 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 with a couple of little extras sprinkled in there. I hope that helps.
Our final question today comes again from Booster Uke, which is a method that's all about moving beyond the beginner's plateau. It's something that affects all beginners. You're not alone. If you've hit that plateau after you learned, you know, three chords, a couple of strums, you learned half a dozen songs, and it was so easy. If then you sort of feel that, hey, I'm stuck, um, don't worry. That happens to everyone. The ukulele seems to kind of lure us in with the promise of you know easy progress. And for the most part, it's true. Uh, we do make a lot of progress with the ukulele pretty quickly, and it's an easy instrument to learn. But there's always this plateau, this sort of shelf that you hit in, in that first phase of your growth as an ukulele musician, and it's frustrating. You know, you get stuck there. I think there's two kinds of people in this ukulele world. There's there's people who love the plateau. They 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 have a handful of chords, a few strums, half a dozen songs they know and they love to play them over and over. And you know what? They just want to live on the plateau. They just want to build a house on the plateau. And you know what? Yeah, there's some misty mountains in the distance. They have no desire to explore the far reaches of the ukulele. They have no desire to go beyond the fifth fret. They just want to live on that beginner's plateau. And you know what? That's great. I am happy for anyone who wants to live on the plateau. The problem is when people feel stuck there, when they see the misty mountains of of jazz and um, finger picking and triple strumming and all these things that, that they're interested in, and they don't know how to get there, that's when there's kind of a problem. And and Booster Uke is all about getting off of that beginner's plateau if you want to, when you want to. So this uh, question comes from uh, Camille, and uh, the question is about lesson six, the minor twins. And uh, Camille says, I'm enjoying my lessons. I found your strumming video on YouTube. Very helpful. Maybe that's the one I was just talking about, how to strum really fast. My question is, what part of the finger is hitting the strings on the down strum? Is it the nail itself? It sounds kind of clicky when I do that. Thanks. Okay, this is a great question. When you get that clicky sound... and the strum just sounds kind of thin. It's probably because you're not quite getting the angle right. That's the short answer. So here's the long answer. Yes, I am using the nail on the down strum, and more or less the pad of the finger, or at least sort of the fleshy side of my index finger on the way up. But what teachers... Um, including me, often leave out in when you know when we're explaining this is that the nail, the fingernail, doesn't come straight down toward the floor. There's kind of an angle to the way it makes contact with the string. This this is the kind of stuff that you know in, in a quick YouTube video or in, you know a short lesson or workshop. We don't always have time to get into this. You know, people are basically strumming down toward the floor. They're basically strumming up toward the ceiling, and we just think, well, that's good enough. Don't have time to go you know, further in depth on that. But here we have the luxury of talking 
about subtleties. So there is an angle to the way the nail makes contact with the string. Now, if you're if you're meeting the string head on, then that might explain the sort of clicky sound that you're getting, because that that nail is just hitting you know dead on the string. So try this instead. Don't change the way that you're holding your strumming hand. I, I don't think it's good to try to contort your hand, uh, you know, your wrist outward or inward or anything like that. You should be very relaxed when you're strumming. But you can make slight changes in the angle of the ukulele neck as you strum. And uh, just to demonstrate this, I'll strum and I'll hold the ukulele neck so that it's parallel to the floor and I get this tone. And now what I'm going to do is raise the neck of the ukulele, almost like opening a gate, until the ukulele is pointing more or less toward the corner of the room that I'm sitting in. Listen to the tone and how it changes. hear that change in tone? Now it's pointing quite high, you know, almost toward the ceiling. And I can experiment with sort of splitting the difference from here to here, and then sort of halfway between. Now you're going to have to find your happy place, basically, you know, in terms of the angle of your ukulele to you know the strum everybody's hand is built a little differently arm everybody's you know proportions to their ukulele itself you know is different this is a soprano ukulele that i'm playing right now uh, and i'm a pretty tall person with lanky arms and, and long fingers you know the the angle that gives me just the right sound is going to be a little different from from yours if you don't have that same combination of things so I, I encourage you to try and experiment with that angle of the neck. And remember, don't make any big changes to your strumming hand. You don't want to overdo it or put any tension uh, in your muscles or tendons. Try to find the sweet spot um, in terms of the angle of the neck. And I think you'll find a place where that clicky sound kind of disappears and you get a warm but clear tone with the strum. Thank you for tuning in to the Uketropolis podcast. Come back next week for more real ukulele answers to real ukulele questions posted by students at uketropolis.com. Uketropolis.com is where you'll find a library of unique ukulele courses, including Ready Steady Ukulele for raw beginners, booster uke for anyone who wants to go from being a beginner to being an intermediate player in the most fun possible way, and also the ukulele way, where we dive into the art and science of chord melody, or what I like to call the solo style of ukulele, where you play the melody, harmony, and rhythm simultaneously. Thanks for joining me. I'm James Hill. Until next time, keep on strumming.